Welcome back to New Rockstars! What if Episode 9 brought together the Guardians of the Multiverse to take down the universe killer Ultron? And even though Uatu sort of told them the whole plan, he still kind of just sat back and let them do all the dirty work. And we finally got a Zola face on the robot's chest! Finally! I've wanted this forever and we finally got Zola Tube on the chest like in the comics. So good, but he's locked away in a pocket dimension. Free Zola! This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles we love. My name is MT, and going rogue with me today with the battle cry of Viva Las Vegas is Jessica Clemens. What's going on? Vegas! <laughs> that scene killed me. You guys know I love good comedy. You guys know I like good villain, but Yo. that line, Party Thor, rock on. Rock on. A steady vibe. I freaking love Party Thor. Mm -hmm. Honestly, bring him to the MCU. We don't need regular Thor anymore. Bring him up. Yeah, bring him on in. He's saying. Party Party Thor. Thor. Uh, The most likely to do the Macarena. Anyway, and just waiting to unleash the Infinity Crusher on any multiversal threat, it's Whitney Van Lanningham. What's going on, Whitney? Not a lot. Just hanging out. (laughs) Yo, your hair is fire, by the way. As a bald person who wishes he had hair. I, I, I envy you. I envy thank you. you. Thank you. you. Thank you. You and Brandon, greatest locks in the nation. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, free from the pocket dimension, it's Eddie Villanueva. What's going on, Eddie, my man? What is up? I just got out and ready to have some fun, and uh, they'll probably send me back, but it's all right. I got a couple minutes to spare. <laughs> hey, that's what Uwatu does, apparently. It's like, hey, I just need to borrow you for a second, then I'm going to put you back into your little pocket I'll put dimension you right of hell. I'm uh, just... <sighs> so rude. But anyways, the final episode of season one of What If had Uatu declaring himself the protector of the multiverse. And for our first topic today, I have to ask you all, who or what will be the big threat of season two? Will Killmonger or Zola escape the pocket dimension? And what's next for Captain Carter based on her reunion with Skinny Steve? And will (laughs) Natasha play nice in her new universe? What do you guys think? Damn, so I, we I, just call him Skinny Steve now? That's just just we call him Malnourished Steve. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's what I call him. Mm. Malnourished Steven. Tiny Steve. Skinny Steve is his nickname. There skinny you go. Steve. Now that Skinny well, Steve skinny is back. <laughs> I, I feel like next season we're, we're kind of in a, in a gray area in terms of we have this protection from what's going on with the Infinity Stones from one of the universes, but... I would I would personally like to see the storyline for the next season kick off with the storyline from Original Sin. Like I would love mm. to see where Watu has been officially announced as, you know, he's he's obviously going to get ousted from his order because we've talked about this before in the show. He's going to get ousted from the rest of the watchers and at that point I feel like it's going to be a moment where what we've already established the multiverse, so the other universe Nick Fury is going to come in and other entities and we're gonna i'm not because i don't want to give away a lot of that storyline it's a great storyline and it leads to a lot of different offshoots but uh mm. i'd love to see the uh, storyline of original sin being kicked off where we have the assassination of the watcher um mm. and that that whole storyline is 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 delved in like espionage and secrets and stuff and everything else and cosmic uh situations and environments and it's it's a great storyline so i'd like to see it go in that direction where uh, we we're gonna see that kicked off either in the first episode or at the end of the first episode. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So an original yeah. sin. Like I, ever since we got Uatu, I was like, bro, I really hope we do original sin because mm-hmm. there is a really crazy thing that happens in the middle of original sin that it's just really messy. It's yeah. really messy yeah. for the Marvel universe. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, so please go read the original sin. Yeah. Um, but okay. So but what do you think um, is going to happen with Captain Carter? 
in Skinny Steve? Like, how do you think that's going to affect season two? I, I feel like we're going to get a really kind of pen or not Pandora. <laughs> Uh, Schrodinger's box when it comes to uh, uh, Steve because we don't know in what state he's in. This isn't mm-hmm. like the same thing with Bucky where if he's been in mm. stasis this entire time, they just said, and somebody's in there. For all we <laughs> know, there's a body that's like, or a skeleton. <laughs> you know, th- that could be just like a really technologically advanced coffin for all we know. I, yeah. I don't really want to uh, get my hopes up yet, but I feel like this is going to lead toward at least uh, Captain Carter getting closure. Um, because much like in the in the original storyline where Steve got a chance to see Peggy before, you know, she passed, uh, mm. she was in a very, you know, medical state that just wasn't great. And it just, it, it kicked off that whole part where Steve had to move on with his life. This might be the opportunity where we're going to get Peggy, uh, to have that opportunity to move on with her life and get that closure she needs. Um, so. That would be well, so Kind of would be pretty f- up if yeah. Widow was just like, you want to know something that's going to blow your mind? I have your boyfriend and he's right here, baby. Opens Check it, it out his skull. Look, dead. Hi, Peggy. He's just 100% dead. His skeleton crumbles like, to ash like an should've Indiana Jones villain. First. Yeah, should have maybe, maybe scanned for vital signs first. Sorry, right? Peggy. Ah, ah, nuts. Did it again. Like, oh, Dude, shit. Dude, that's oh, a hold fucked on. up theory. <laughs> shit, Peggy, go wait at the door real quick. Hold on, I gotta... Yeah. I gotta <laughs> <laughs> so okay so you're saying that you you want a original sin scenario and you're thinking that you know we shouldn't really assume that skinny steve is in the hydra stomper yeah no, i just i feel like they're not gonna take that any I, I just i don't know if they're gonna take that anywhere in terms of the storyline i would love to like realistically speaking i would love to but honestly for the course of like the progression of the story i feel like it's gonna mirror we've done a great job marvel has done a great job of mirroring certain key uh, uh, what is that? Absolute points or, or something of that nature uh, in in the storyline. And I think this is one of those ones where one can exist at their peak with the other's support at their side. So one of them's going to have to prevail and one of them's going to have to be the send off. Bleak. Okay, okay. I what go you- for bleak. Not just bleak. Uh, <laughs> no, that's great. What do, you, what do you got, ladies? What you got? First of all, we've got uh, Dr. Strange babysitting a Hydra Nazi and Black Panther locked in an eternal battle inside mm-hmm. of a Polly Pocket with the most powerful weapons <laughs> in the multiverse inside. So it's like, what could go wrong? Uh, lot, lots of <laughs> things. Maybe, maybe lots of things could, yeah. could go wrong next season. Um, one of the things that I was kind of thinking about, uh, kind of along the same lines of the Uatu thing, is that he's got to have a consequence for mm-hmm. interfering, right? Like, something, it, he, there has to be some kind of consequence because he broke his big, big rule. Yep. So mm-hmm. I think that it is possible that we are going to see some consequences of him, like, Rick Sanchezing Black Widow <laughs> into that universe where he's like, all right, you guys right? lost your Rick, so here's Rick C 137 for you guys. There he you just go. like inserted Natasha Romanoff's C 137 like into into that universe, and he was like, "Well, it's not your it's not your widow, but she'll have to 
do. And, and uh, my only advice is, baby girl, don't clone your daughter. Don't don't take your grandpa, your grandkid on intergalactic adventures. Like if you're gonna do don't this, do it. Yeah. don't don't get based up. on experience. Don't, don't do it. Based, yeah, based on experience. <laughs> don't go full alcoholic Doc Brown on the situation. Just kind of yeah. write it out. Um, I, I can see it now. Tony's gonna be like, "Hey, we should build a, we should build this metal thing around." Poof, just shoots him yeah. right there. Just, <laughs> no, not gonna happen. No, no we're not making them. We're not making them. Okay. Nope. Yeah, but I do think that we are gonna, you know, kind of see the consequences of that. In that she's in this, you know, new version of reality where she's suddenly come back. We see her get Loki got with the with the scepter and everything. And I think that Loki is going to want revenge on both Black Widow for doing that and on Uatu for causing that scenario to happen. I think that because it's what if, we could see some sort of a thing where we end up seeing uh, Loki kill Thor at some point, and then that might possibly lead the way for Jane Foster Thor to pick up the hammer and kind of defend that shit. So I know that that's a lot of a lot of stuff that I'm imagining, and I'm sorry, but <laughs> but yeah. I think it could be cool. I think that it could yeah. it could it, be. No, a I think cool, it'd be super cool. Cool little Loki Loki yeah. story in there. Well, and I think I think she's got a really great point there because of the fact that we got that introduction of that universe storyline from the Loki series. But we never saw it come to fruition of anything else because uh, tiny Loki ended up getting thrown into the outside of the of the of the time, you know, time stream. And so that would be a really great opportunity to see if the what if was, you know, what if he didn't get picked up by, you know, uh, uh, the TVA. TVA. Yes. Brain fart. Um, (laughs) That would be cool to see, you know, if the storyline went where he didn't get picked up by the TVA and he was allowed to grow up and become almost Mm. pretty much probably the next ruler of Asgard. And taking over things, um, I think that would be a really great uh, thing to see in the What If series. That I, I just I wanted to add on to Whitney's part really quick of how ridiculous mm. it is that a, a new Natasha Romanoff shows up and Fury's immediately like, "This is okay with me. You came out of the this middle of fucking nowhere." Exactly I what I said. I was like, "Yeah, you would ask fine. a lot more questions." You're not my yeah. Natasha, but you'll yeah. do. You'll like, do. When <laughs> we have literal shape shifting aliens everywhere and other like, villains. How bad is his Avengers replacement yeah. team? If yeah. he's yeah. like, you know what? He's we like, need you know what? Back. I will take this. Like, I'll take what we can get. You are a curly-haired <laughs> Natasha, and I'll deal with it. You're a little dirty, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nothing a shower can't yeah, fix. Yeah, nothing Be a good. shower can't fix. You're good to go. <laughs> Team up, eventually. Um, I think I th- one part that really stuck to me this episode, which easily could be not a good theory, but this is rogue theory, mm-hmm. is the sure fact is. of when no rogue. It sure, <laughs> it's rogue theory is when we had zombie Wanda notice that Ultron mm. was in Vision's body mm. and how she yes. stopped her magic powers and how zombie Wanda doesn't she was when you saw that episode, nothing stopped her. She mm-hmm. was man. Like she was like, I'm going to murder anything in my way. I don't give a so I think it's kind of crazy that he was able to kill her that quickly with all those other zombies around. So I do think if we did bring something from the first season into the second season, that would be a fun one to bring back because it's not that mm-hmm. easy to kill a zombie, especially making a Wanda zombie that's so powerful that yeah. it can oh, yeah. be indestructible. Yeah. So that is even better than, or it's not even better than Ultra Vision. I just think it's more fun to have like such a reckless, powerful 
not living thing because it's a zombie. Um, yeah. But it's and it also like brings note that we didn't kill her when Hulk was going against mm-hmm. her. Like she stayed alive mm-hmm. and now she's in a different universe. So I don't know what we're mm-hmm. gonna have her do in this now uh, flat like whatever universe it's completely mm-hmm. crushed but i think that would be a fun thing to bring over it's hard to know what they're gonna bring from season one because they did say which i know we're like don't listen to what they say for the mcu all the time because we had <laughs> so many people be like i'm not in this season and then they show up mm-hmm. but they did yeah. say that the second <laughs> season is gonna be completely different and it has different stories i do think they're gonna maybe pull one main one but it's like Maybe we're going to see more in What If that are different superheroes, not these ones that we're seeing um, right now. Especially now that, like, Mm. T'Challa, R.I.P., um, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be bringing them into the second season. So, like, how are we going to be able to push that narrative of Black Panther? Or, well, not Black Panther. um, T'Challa. Yeah, of T'Challa. Um, but I think that would be a cool one to bring on to the second season is Zombie Wanda. That's that's what I'm saying, if we had to tie it in. Well, you guys all had amazing ideas, so I'm going to give you all each five million points each. Zach, you have to keep track of the points. points. (laughs) Yes. Five (laughs) million. Keep track of all those points. Five million. In the next one, Jess, you're going to get 2,325,042. Zach, keep track of the points. (laughs) (laughs) I promise. My next theory will not be good. (laughs) It will not be good, I promise. Well, we do have some more theories about the universe that Killmonger left behind, but first, go check out our new Venom-inspired shirt available from our merch partners at Epic Hero Shop. And there's a limited supply, so you should grab one very quickly. And speaking of limited supply, they're running out of the recent Shang-Chi and the What If shirt. So if you haven't gotten one of those yet, time! is running out we're stressing you out go now just stop the video go down then come back because we miss you find those shirts as well as all of our other great merch options all at newrockstarsmerch.com and hey it's okay if you lose some sleep staying up late for a what if episode but you shouldn't lose any sleep because of a bad mattress and helix sleep has a quiz that matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you and they have soft medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. And Eric Voss has a Helix mattress, and he loves it. And the quiz matched him with a medium-firm mattress with lumbar support that sleeps very cool. And the Helix mattress ships right to your door for free, and there's no need to go to a mattress store. So just, just go to helixsleep.com slash rogue theory, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your dang life. Life guaranteed and they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for a hundred nights risk-free and they even pick it up for you if you don't love it but you will so you know you won't have to see them ever again and helix is offering up to 200 dollars off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash rogue theory that's helixsleep.com slash rogue theory for up to 200 dollars off and two free pillows and hey it's the time of year where we all want to watch scary movies and there's no better place to do that than on shutter the netflix of horror and you can stream great thrillers horror and suspense for just $5.99 a month or $56.99 a year. And Shudder has the largest, fastest growing curated selection of thrilling and dangerous entertainment. And stream on Apple and Android, Xbox, or however you watch content. And it's ad-free, and they have an excellent mix of classics, mm-hmm. new stuff, and some unexpected surprises, all presented in an uncluttered interface, unlike yes. some other streaming services. I pay for Shudder. We pay, pay for, for Shutter. Shutter. I'm screaming in my face. Yeah, Jess and the cat pay for Shutter. We Mostly the pay cat, for Shutter. Because the cat loves 
<laughs> like scary we movie. Love scary yeah. movies. VHS ninety four hey, just around dropped. the office. We <laughs> sorry. And hey, around the office, we all have our favorites on the platform, including Train to Busan. Please watch that amazing mm. movie. Mandy, The Wailing, and Poltergeist. And they also have great original films and series. And producer Zach's favorite is Cursed Films, which is great for folks interested no, in no, horror no, no, movie no, 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 no. history. So get started streaming the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content. And Shudder's expertly curated collection includes must-see titles like Vicious Fun, The Mortuary Collection, and PG Psycho Gorman. Plus all the best horror documentaries and the hit creep show TV series from executive producer Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead. So to try Shudder for free for 30 days, go to Shudder.com and use promo code ROGUE. That is Shudder, S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com and promo code ROGUE. And finally, thanks to ExpressVPN, both for sponsoring this episode and for helping us watch tons of more content than we normally would have access to. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. It's sort of like a hack. It's really cool. So stream Star Trek Discovery on UK Netflix or Rick and Morty on French Netflix. And ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want sites to think that you are located. We're doing the sneaky sneaky on the internet. Hehehe. <laughs> So open the app, select a location, tap one button to connect, and refresh the page to access thousands of new shows and movies. And choose from almost 100 different countries. And watch tons of anime, if you like anime like me, on Japanese Netflix. Or Doctor Who, if you like Doctor Who like me, on UK Netflix. <laughs> I do love both of those things. Whoever wrote this copy knows me very well. And this works with any streaming service. Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube. They don't know shit if you use ExpressVPN. And ExpressVPN is the best VPN option because of its speed. You can stream in HD with no buffering or lag, and it's compatible with your devices, phones, laptops, smart TVs, whatever. And not only does it let you change your location, but it also encrypts your data and lets you surf the web safely and anonymously because people are nosy and you can be very private on the internet with ExpressVPN. So go to expressvpn.com slash rogue to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That is expressvpn.com slash rogue. All right, gang, you guys ready? For yeah, some yeah. more show. Yeah. So this episode showed us yet again, Killmonger is going to Killmonger. Like he didn't seem all that phased when he teams up with another version of his cousin he murdered. And But in the end, he couldn't resist the power of the stones. But that leads us to our second topic for today. What happens to the universe Killmonger came from? Like what mm -hmm. happened to that universe? Because with no T'Challa and no Killmonger... Who will become the Black Panther in that universe now torn apart by war? And does Pepper take over everything? Like, do we have a Pepper, Queen of Wakanda? Absolutely <laughs> not. How dare you even say that? Nothing's wrong with Pepper, but uh, no, she is not the but Queen no. of Wakanda. All, this, all the if, food just instantly becomes less seasoned. There you go. It's like we're using too much seasoning here. Like, oh, she, she's got, got her own store of gloop <laughs> and one, or goop in one section of Wakanda. I was just going to say, Pepper Potts would just start goop Wakanda. Vibrating she goes, goop. It would be a horrible. She'd go to Shuri and be like, we need to put jade eggs in our butts. Oh my god. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna I hate that you even mentioned that. I should jump through the screen. I'm gonna stick yeah, my please, cat on your kneecaps. I think no, thank they you. could no, still thank they you. could still make it Shuri and what if, or if they wanted to go the route, which I don't know because they've already done work on season two, so it's like mm -hmm. it probably is Shuri. But if they did want to take it out and do something else, they could just not have a Black Panther right now and they're like, We need to find one, or they're like, Maybe we mm. don't need one right now. Um we are Black Panther, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, the Wakanda, or maybe is. they they make, or maybe they make like a like an army of Black Panthers oh, instead yeah, of just one like singular. Weird. 
like their elite, elite, you know, super oh, seal yeah. team, you I'm know, home, things like yeah. that. I'm home of the Seattle Seahawks mm. where the our lo- our thing is like number 12 because the 12th person on the field is the fans. So I'm yeah. always about, oh. it's very corny, but I'm always about like that you like <laughs> wear Black Panther. Like yeah. no, there is not a singular one. Not so I think it would be Black that, Panther. but I think it will be how like they did. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm spacing on his name in uh, Black Panther, um, who they were going after. I think it will be kind of like how they're going to keep looking for Killmonger, but Killmonger, they don't know mm. that Killmonger is not in that universe. Mm. And, and yeah. like, why, how would they know? So I think they're just going to constantly be like, we are. Are yeah. still looking for Killmonger. He's still out there. Like, what happens when this? Like, they're gonna be focused so, more so trying to find him yeah. than actually like being like he's gone. <laughs> he's yeah. Gone. That's that's a good point because because it's it's not like they saw him disappear. They didn't. And he it's just not like him. he's coming back anytime soon. So for them, yeah. with yeah, with with Killmonger being like Killmonger being so elusive and everything, I'm pretty sure the next part where when they come back to that universe they're still going to be on that hunt. Um, I, I, I don't know if they're going to ever cons- reconsider filling that space uh, for yeah. the role of like Black Panther. I feel like that's going to kind of take up most of the time, which I think is going to give us the opportunity to see Pepper and Shuri kind of come together and, and kind of bring together their areas of expertise to bring yes. something to Wakanda that we hadn't seen yes. prior. That's but I, I don't think we're going to see any replacement right now. I think that Marvel's going to save that for MCU proper I think cinematically they're gonna they're gonna create that step in the films I think in terms of series we're gonna stay in that gray area of well Killmonger's not here presently but he's here somewhere we gotta look for him kind of thing it is also up to like the next Black Panther to kind of give us that evidence not what if um I think it's I maybe that's like a stretch for me but it's like I feel like if someone's going to announce who the new Black Panther is going to be, it should be the movie, not what it is. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, Um, Yeah, that definitely makes more sense. Give it to Ryan. And I mean, the thing is, Shuri was a fucking great candidate to be the next Black Panther, in my opinion. And I think it would be really cool to see that character as Black Panther. And kind of the thing that I was sort of thinking about, because obviously I, I already told you guys my crazy thing with like Loki and then that got me thinking about Jane Foster Thor and her taking up the hammer Mm. and doing all of that so I was kind of starting to think about like what Pepper and Shuri could get themselves kind of into and I wonder if maybe they might form like a sort of like a force spinoff where Mm. they sort of do like a like a little girl gang with like Jane Foster Thor and Pepper and the rescue armor and Shuri okay. as Black Panther. Okay. And then, you know, okay. they get Widow in there. Captain Marvel, maybe. She can come, too. Who's to say? Mm. Uh, I think that that would be kind of a cool thing to see, no. to kind of see, like, the ladies of Marvel. That'd be so Oh, my God. No. Get in on Whenever anyone shit. says A-Force, I get excited. I'm a big <laughs> fan of A-Force. I Me love too. A-Force so much. Oh, and I really you. hope that What If Season 2 tackles A-Force in some type of way. It would be so cool. Hopefully to make them like, maybe they'll be the next iteration of the Guardians of the Multiverse. Who knows? Do do you think because of the situation that happened in in Wakanda with the military and everything in that particular episode, do you think we're going to see General Ross try again to attack Wakanda? And uh, in that possibility. Yeah, Thunder, he's not going to, he's constantly going to just be stupid. (laughs) Thunderbolt. Oh, boom. 
you know. Like, no, like the the reveal of Wakanda to the world in that Killmonger episode of What If was a huge deal because, mm-hmm. you know, no one knew the opulence of Wakanda. Like, no one knew Wakanda had it like that. So, like, in the comics, historically, everyone goes after Wakanda, like, nations go after Wakanda because of their vibranium. So, if everyone knows that they got it, it's not just the United States that are going to go after Wakanda. It's going to be everybody. everybody. Like, it's going to be massive war. It's going to be chaos. I think it should be one of the... Which I always pronounce wrong, and I'm so sorry. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it would be what? Who? Like, okay. So in the comics, when um, Shuri took on the Black Panther, um, she wasn't actually, or at least this is the one I read. She wasn't really actually chosen, um, especially when she took the the whatever and went under. They were like you're not really chosen because you're too head not like this is a really bad way of me explaining it you're like headstrong it was a more of a like mm. you're you you're not sitting you're not thinking clearly you're thinking too like with your brain i mm-hmm. guess but like it was just like you might bring destruction with what you're sewing and she and they were like she was like well who else is gonna be black panther then <laughs> like i don't understand but I, and so with <laughs> one of the dora milaje if one of them took it on because it's like their virtue is mm. always to protect and they're also already warriors as if or as in it that would be a superhero unstoppable like t'challa was also a warrior and prepared to fight but they are like trained from the jump and that's why i'm like i trust them with my life and they wouldn't make a mistake (laughs) um so i think they would be if they are forming that kind of black panther collective Mm -hmm. that could be an easy way to get in on that because they're already all trained man just gotta they're ready to go i think i think this will get it on i think this would be a great (laughs) opportunity for us to see in the fullest of the comic books uh an opportunity where we get a chance to see the white wolf you know uh with bucky Mm. coming back you know maybe even with with the loss of t'challa and him being his friend and things going on like that Or, or even in a sense where uh, uh, Bucky is still found by Wakanda is, is kind of reconditioned and trained and is given the mantle in the midst like what if Bucky's actually in Wakanda right now getting reconditioned somehow some way and we get a chance in the midst of everything that his father calls up you know the white wolf to take on the mantle and he becomes the protector of Wakanda oh that would be interesting like so I'll the protector Bucky get your ass out like of here king. it's like we don't have a black panther we just have a protector yeah and, like through the through the white world. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Just we, we, we got that. We got yes, that little drop of it from the Falcon years. and the Winter Soldiers. Like, well, it's technically the White Wolf or whatever. And and that little <laughs> like Easter egg there, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, he's the White Wolf!" Is that? You know. But that'd be really cool to see that come to fruition. In any case, in any of these episodes coming up, where he puts on like the full outfit of you know white wolf it's a little kind of gaudy or whatever with the shoulders and everything but still like if there's a some sense of it like being similar to uh t'challa or black panther's you know vibranium outfit i'd be really cool to see bucky in that outfit in the in the what if series oh Mm. oh in the what if series i was like in the mcu you'd have to leave <laughs> sam's sister and i never want him to leave sam's sister i want to see them married sarah i want to see them sarah married. And bucky. i really do want to see them married because i really want like them to be brothers bucky yes and yes 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 the buddy whole cops, brother-in-law situation buddy cops and buddy brothers because then he'd be uncle buck 
and then we can just call him Uncle oh, Buck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uncle Buck and Uncle yes. Sam. Yes. Uncle this Buck. episode yes. has too many yes. revelations. Yes. Too many, oh, too many, too many, yeah, too many good things for this episode. Well, here's what's going to happen, guys. Again, since you guys all had amazing theories, three million points each, which means that the rogue question is going to be where it all goes oh, down baby damn. it's gonna be because it's oh, all tied shit. up it's all tied up and i didn't just do that because it's easier to count just kidding no. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. okay sure mm-hmm. now to our rogue question because this week russia sent some actors into space for 12 days to make the first feature film shot entirely in space and since we know hollywood won't be far behind and they love a remake pitch me your wildest idea for a movie reboot that now takes place in space <laughs> mm. oh there's too many too yeah. many, <laughs> too many, too many, too many. Every movie I'd want to be, I'd love to see Titanic in space. I'd like to see mm, a lot of oh things done in space. I, I think it'd be really interesting in terms of in space to see, uh, because if you're in space, maybe they can do lo- different locales in space, things like that. I'd be interested in seeing like a reboot of the Lord of the Rings. Um, oh my and, God. That would be magical. It, it, magical. An opportunity <laughs> where you can actually be like on a planet where there's actually Mordor and everything in, in there and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like you'd have the hobbits like slowly hopping through space and things like that. But it'd be interesting to see how they take that approach. Um, Because to be honest, Lord of the Rings is a movie you don't need rebooted. But then in that same mindset, you don't need it rebooted on Earth. What about about in space? If you're going to reboot it, reboot it with a purpose. Yeah, reboot it with a purpose. With a lot of money, with a lot of money. In space kind of thing. I got one. I got one. I want to see Jurassic Park. Now, why I want to see Jurassic Park, Park and because we think it's Jurassic Park in space, yeah, but think about the actual plot of the story, right? A meteor mm. hit Earth, blew it up, and people are like, they don't exist anymore. No, they do. Mm. They just learn to exist in space. So you are trying to <laughs> outrun ah, T-Rexes. Yeah, they've adapted. And what is more scary a than a T-Rex that was built from like two dangerous dinosaurs like in Jurassic Park than oh a dinosaur God. in space that has adapted yep. to living without oxygen? So it's yeah. like so it's the that need to breathe. And, oh they, my God. and these people will be like astronauts, but they're yeah. going to be facing every type of T-Rex Freaking the Velociraptor flying through space. Every sort oh of like any dinosaur freaking prehistoric being is They've out there. They've developed some kind of propulsion system within their body and they're able to like <laughs> yeah, jet their they're way. They're going through space fast and you're just like, <laughs> like you're just trying. Oh and I just imagine like we're just doing it's like. Uh, we're landing on a planet and we're just like looking around and then a giant shadow of a T-Rex comes behind us and we're like, good lord, trying to jump away. And the T-Rex is just like, <laughs> and like comes in and it's just like, not, it's all a thriller. It's ridiculous. And mm-hmm. give me dinosaurs in space. Two things that every child would love. What I am imagining for my space movie takeover is that we're going to do <laughs> a mashup between Muppets in Space and Fast 9 from the Fast <laughs> Oh my so god. It's Double gonna space. be all the characters from Fast 9, but now they're Muppets. So it's just gonna be ludicrous and a Muppet in space. <laughs> and oh my god. That's kind of what I want. Like I want it to be shot on location, real Muppets, the real Vin Diesel, mm. Gonzo is Vin Diesel. Above, 
Yeah, and I want them to teach us the value of family, but to do it from space. Wow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jess is like, I'm sending Jim Henson an email right now. I'm like, see Muppets, like, a Muppets fast, any fast Muppets movie. Muppets fast would space. be so good. It would so be so good. funny. And it then now so imagine weird. them on the moon. Same deal, but in space. Perfect. No notes. I'm literally oh my so perfect. Wow. You guys literally all chose ideas that I would have never even thought of because like Lord of the Rings in space Muppets like <laughs> Muppet <laughs> fast in space like all that shit that's fucking crazy but I think I'm gonna have to reward the winning points to <laughs> Jessica's cat she's <laughs> Jessica's cat <laughs> oh my god baby baby Baby, we can buy lamb now, honey. Honey, wake up, wake the kids. The kids. We can buy lamb, honey. Well, that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Again, thank you to our guests, Jessica Clemens, Whitney Van Lanningham, and Eddie Villanueva for joining me this episode. Please support them wherever they are. They're all on Twitter. Support new rock stars in our channel by checking out all of our merch, including the brand new Venom-inspired shirt and all of our great merch. They can all be found at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Follow me at Mastertainment if you want to see me tweet some weird shit. And follow me at New Rockstars wherever we are on the internet, YouTube, Twitter. We'll see you guys all next time. We love you. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>